All right. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the Vet Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Hunter, aka J Hunterville. Um, we got Kadeem here, aka Del Pesh. Hey, what's going on? And this month, we we're talking about you know money, finances, and different things. Um, we did a little two week intro of different type of income and our final financial situations and stuff like that. But hey, I'm gonna say off the riff. I don't know much about money. I they I that's why I had to bring professionals in to come and you know um speak about it and speak about things I don't know nothing about. So yeah, we have we have our special guest here, which is Shaq Hall. Shaq Hall. Yes, sir. Good night, good night. And good night. Good Thank night. you. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for um being a part of this. Um uh just we mean you spoke on the phone already, um, but like I just I'm just going to go through the questions we have here. So, like, tell us about yourself. All right. So, go by the name of Shaq Hall, about 26 years old. <clears throat> Sorry. Out of the Toronto, Canada area. And um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have a lot of different uh, investments, businesses that I'm operating. Um, I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur as well, too, where I start, you know, sell businesses, and kind of pivot and making sure that I'm making my money work for me. So uh, a little bit about myself is I used to work for a financial institution um, or I used to work for a bank. I was a financial mm. advisor for about three years. Mm. Um, so I'm very versed in the financial world. I also went to school at University of Windsor. Shout out to them. Uh, oh, graduated wow. With honors, did business out of there uh, and studied accounting, but ended up in the financial world. Just kind of endeavored into the, being an entrepreneur full time now. Uh, and mm-hmm. a full-time real estate investor, mentor, coach, uh, also a tutor as well too. So that's a little bit about myself. Okay. 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 That's hey. I did not know all this, so I'm glad to know that. Um, what is your background? Background in terms of where I was born or my parents? Yeah, today? where's your born, your parents? Okay, so, so parents, parents are Jamaican, both a mom and dad. Okay. And um, yeah, but was born in Canada. I was the, actually the only one out of my uh my direct siblings that i grew up with uh born in canada so yeah oh okay okay what was your favorite food when you were young favorite food when i was young that's a that's a good question um mm-hmm. mm, that's a good question uh, specifically I, I i like my jamaican dishes i like my rice and peas and and oxtail okay um, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a back-to-back back answer our, our two previous guests have said the same thing. Like everybody yeah. said, Oxa so well, far. So different than it, I <laughs> my different. That's not even my favorite one. But like other than that, growing up, you know, not having much, it was mm-hmm. it was it was KD macaroni and cheese and and probably pizza. That, those those are my things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, yeah. That is the go-to, man. That's yeah. the go-to. That good KD with, 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 with some hot dogs caught up in there and. <laughs> Yes, trust me trust me that that's that's always been the go-to for like most of the people i know so far <laughs> that is the yo okay it don't taste the same today though that's just that's a that's a thing they changed the formula so they changed the formula yeah it don't taste the oh, same yo i had it the other day and it was fine it's pretty really? <laughs> yeah man I switched it up a little bit, you know. I try like a white cheddar one here and there. Yeah, yeah, the right white here. cheddar. They got some spicy cheddar now too. Like, oh, it, it's yeah. fire. Yeah, wow. man. Listen, I, I don't make enough. Like, listen, I, I'm I'm not too good enough to to eat KD. I still eat KD every now and then. 
Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. There's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what lessons did you learn about wealth and money as a child that you still utilize today? It's a really good question. Um, when it comes to wealth and money, when not having it, I always mm-hmm. understood that you got to get it. Um, and I definitely learned from my mom who was working multiple different jobs. Um, but, uh, you know, that work ethic definitely, you know, came across for me and I developed that. But I also understood seeing doing that growing up, my mom never had much time to like, you know, spend time with me. She was always at work. And then growing up, like, especially Monday through Friday, it was my brothers and sisters after school that are kind of raising me. So one thing that I did understood was why is somebody that were working two jobs or three jobs have no money when someone can work one job or someone can actually have a business and literally be financially free? So one thing I did learn, I realized that rich people don't work for money. They don't trade their time for money. They allow their money to work for them. So they don't chase money. They make their money work for them. So that's one thing I've learned, um, you know, at a young age. And I also developed it from, you know, reading and understanding one of the books that kind of changed my perspective on money. The first book kind of that helped with that was called Rich That Poor That by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm. That seems to be the go-to book. Rich that, it, is, that, it, yeah. it is definitely a go-to book for anybody that un- needs to understand how rich and wealthy people think and mm-hmm. how society has kind of trained everybody to think. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, it's a very powerful financial book. That's why it's one New York Times bestseller. Um, there's so much different things around that brand specifically. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you're going to hear a lot of different people talk about that book. That book is very, very powerful. Yes, that's definitely a great book. I've been... I have to get back to it. That's one thing. I have. I don't really read that much. I usually have audiobooks, and I was listening to it so far. And yeah, it does switch my mind on having your own business and switching that concept yeah. like, upside down. It turns it upside down. I could say that for sure. Um, yeah. So like, um, you already said what your first job was. Um, so what do you do now? Is it you're basically an entrepreneur now? Not really oh, no, I didn't, I didn't say what my first, my first job, my first oh, job sorry. was, um, that, you know, we're going to wasn't my first job. My first job was actually, oh. um, believe it or not, I think I was on an assembly line or something when I was like 18. Um, so oh. we're going on an assembly line. I was working for this company. Uh, I think it's called, I can't remember the name of it, but it used to produce aluminum and I was just basically on assembly line, just trying to make some money. It was actually through an agency as well too. And I kid you not. I've never experienced a level of tiredness for my first job that I've ever experienced anywhere. I never thought it was possible to fall asleep standing up. Right. Oh, so wow. I'll oh, asleep standing up those 12 hour shifts, you know, seven Ooh. to seven, four days a week. Um, the money was good. So I could only imagine what the agency was getting on top of my head, uh, off of every every uh, paycheck that I was getting. But, you know, it was something to survive, and I knew that I was going to university the following year, and I needed money, you know, to go away from home. So that was my very, very mm-hmm. first job, working at a factory, an assembly line. First real job there, that is. That's crazy, learning it from young, 12-hour shifts at 18. That, um, oh. I respect you for that, man. I've That's learned the- that I've been doing that maybe when I was, like, 26, started doing 12-hour job, 12-hour days, and I'm just like, gosh. I can only imagine the people that can that they were younger that were just doing that. It's it's crazy. That's but hey, you, that's you, got, you got the money. It, it helps. But trust me, if you have that mindset to just keep pushing through that, it's 
it's an amazing thing. Um, um, so my other question was, um, what is your main source of income or what is, and or what is your most valuable source? Okay, so that's really tough for me to, to answer. Uh, but my main mm-hmm. kind of main, if I were to have to like narrow it down and look at it, um, will be mm-hmm. through trading. Um, trading my money in the financial markets, um, mm-hmm. whether it be through cryptocurrency, um, gold or oil and silver on, on the markets or you know, through foreign exchange market. So <clears throat> trading my money in the financial markets is, is probably my main source of income um, mm-hmm. right now, currently. It does fluctuate yeah. and change. So, you know, there's maybe a real estate transaction that may come in as well too. So we do we do a few different things on, on the side. So the main, I would say, is is definitely trading. Um, and um, yeah, trading. Mm-hmm. Just just a quick sidebar. Yeah. What did you think about the, the GME, AMC, BB fiasco with Robinhood and that whole scenario of like, it's almost like the higher up stepped in to cut to stop like the common man almost. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know too much on it. I don't like to comment on things I don't know too much about, but I did mm-hmm. kind of oversee it, look a little bit into some of the information, but I wasn't deep diving into it. Mm-hmm. But essentially, mm-hmm. from what I do know, from what I did hear as well too, you know, it's a group of people who were manipulating the market, who had a lot of money, either, uh, you know, you know, pumping and dumping. And my biggest thing for people who are watching this podcast, for people who who don't know anything when it comes to trading or investing, it's always doing your proper research, your due diligence and learning about things before you get in because um, I, I pretty much heard that it was, you know, it ended up crashing as well too. So a lot of people lost some money. Mm-hmm. And which always happens. This is why most people are not successful when it comes to trying to get involved when it comes to investing in the financial markets because, you know, they don't know. They're, they're basing it off of hype. They're following the news. And I always follow a, a quote from Warren Buffett for anything. So, to kind of answer that question, I, again, I don't know too much, so I can't really comment. But, you know, he says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. You always mm-hmm. want to do the opposite of the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know much about stocks. I always had a fear when it came to it. I had a fear when it comes to, like, you know, when it comes to just money as a whole. Like, I've always struggled with money. You know, I still work a nine to five here and there. And it's like when you hear about stocks, when you hear about investments, you hear about the risk, you hear about the reward, you hear about all these things. So my question is, like, what mindset do you think people need to have to be financially successful? Really good question. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest with you, what mindset would they have need to have? They got to mm-hmm. have a vision for themselves. Most people are scared about money because growing up, most of the most of us never had it. Right. And it's not a conversation that was had at the dinner table. If it was talked about money, it was a bad thing. It's how much money do I owe? Oh, I have that bill to pay. Yeah. You know, it was a negative mindset thing when it comes to money. So conditionally, everybody, for the most part, especially, you know, the ones that look like us, out of our view, you know, are we're brought up to think of it as negative. But money is actually a great thing because it's a vehicle to fund whatever you want. Right. So they always tell you, you know, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. Money is not. It, it, it's the people who are bad people that have a lot of money that do bad things. I feel like money enhances the type of person who you are. I'm the same um, philosophy. Yeah. Love of money is definitely the root of all use. You don't have to love right. it. It's a vehicle to fund whatever you want. So in terms of the mindset, you have to have a mindset of knowing exactly what you want in this world. So if it's to become a millionaire, which is that's that's kind of my goal, or if it's to make six figures or make a specific amount, let's say $50,000 for the year, right? 
you have to have a goal in mind and have a mindset that you're going to attract it and money comes to you easily and effortlessly, effortlessly and through multiple mm-hmm. sources of income. Because understand, one source of income is way too close to zero. So you have to have a positive mindset of thinking about money and attracting money into your life in multiple different ways. So let's just give this example right now. You guys are just starting off your podcast. I'm not too sure how long you've been doing it. But mm-hmm. let's just say, you know, you're working your nine to five and you love, you enjoy having people on, talking about money, you know, interacting and network with other people. You have to start to think of this podcast as the next big thing. So that way people can come to you and put ads on your, your, um, on your, your podcast or imagine, you know, you know, big brands coming to you and say, Hey, listen, the event podcast is popping. People are watching. We have over a hundred thousand viewers. This is something that I can see. Um, us making a lot of money for it and it can make it big time, maybe even packaging it up and selling it to a Netflix, packaging it up, selling it to, I don't know, some type of media company. So it's all about thinking big, being realistic with your goals and having a positive mindset when it comes to attracting money multiple different ways. But if you don't think about it, if you don't attract it, you know, it won't come to you. And I always say what your focus is on, what you focus on, what, how does it go again? How, what you focus on grows essentially. You know, so if you focus on making more money, you're going to make more money as long as you believe that. You focus, if you, if you focus on saying, I don't have a bad, I have a bad relationship with money, money doesn't come to me, I'm unlucky. Unfortunately, you're always going to be an unlucky person and, you know, things are good are not going to happen to you. So it's all about mindset and especially I learned that as an entrepreneur uh, because as an entrepreneur, we're, we're, I consider us like professional firefighters, right? Problems happen and we have to put them out and we have to continuously put them out and, you know, you have to have thick skin and short-term memory loss. You're as good as, your last best performance in a sense so Mm. um it's all about positive mindset um it's kind of hard to 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 pinpoint but um for most people in in this world they're not clear they don't know exactly what they want you have to be specific you have to uh, uh, have a clear vision of what you want and then of course you have to think about money positively because money again or anything in life whether it be physical or spiritual you gotta have the spiritual side in order to have it in the physical so, mm-hmm. um, you know, just changing the mindset uh, of money and then educating yourself as well, too. If you look at the richest people in the world, they do a lot of reading. They study a lot. Their mindset has changed as well, too. And one of the books that I always recommend, too, for people who are looking to attract money in their life uh, and to make a lot of money uh, is a book called Think and Grow Rich. And I think it's, per, per, um, you know, uh, uh, perfectly titled as well, too. You know, you have to think first and then grow rich. And this book has been around for like 60 years by Napoleon Hill and passed down. They call it Money Bible. So it's mm. definitely a tool that can help, feel that can help a lot of people learn how to think wealthy before they can attract it in their life. Mm. Um, I, wanna, I just want to say thank you for stating that because the reason why I asked that question because I wrote Financially Successful because a lot of people, even myself, are just breaking even. It's like financially stable. They just want to be just want to be able to break even pay their bills they're not really dreaming any bigger than that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and some people don't see that it's it's possible that's why it's like you know it's not easy to even like even have that mindset to develop that so i just want to say thank you for for bringing that up no yeah, i have to drink and grow rich i need to finish that up so you have, two, like, you, have, you, have you have two audiobooks right now with the i, I haven't got to catch to up yet. man Gotta catch the, up, the, one I'm, the one I'm on right now is um, what is it? The richest man in Babylon. Oh, that's ah, a phenomenal book. Phenomenal book. Mm. That's the one I've been reading, listening to so far. So yeah. I have. Book. I need to get back on my, now, my, let me, my reading. 
Now we're going to get our other co-hosts here. So let me just ease in Z. So, so, so go back to your point while, while we're just there. Um, mm-hmm. In order to, to have more in your life, you got to want more. All right. Some people are, are satisfied with breaking even, but, you know, I truly believe it's okay. But I truly believe that, you know, in this day and age, in, in our life, in, our, in this world, I feel like everybody's meant for more. I feel like we're all kings and queens. We all deserve to have abundance in this world. And money should be the last of our worries. But unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, they think about money. And that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of divorces happen. It's probably one of the reasons why, you know, relationships don't work out. Or, you know, maybe stop them from an opportunity from growing even bigger than they could be. You know, maybe close some doors. So just having an extra amount of money or surplus of money, I know, can help a lot of different individuals as well. So. Um, you know, in order to want more, you got to, in order to, to have more, you got to want more. Uh, and it has to happen from a burning desire of, you know, trying to be, you know, something, whatever it is that you desire. Everybody has a, a worthy ideal that they're looking to obtain. Right. So that's my, that's my two cents we're going to that too. Especially with mm-hmm. the COVID right now, because people just can't, yeah, because with everything closed, people's jobs are impacted. So uh, I'm seeing a lot of relationship hardships right now. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of mental health issues as well, too. So, you know, people got to really find what truly makes them happy and do a lot of self-digging. Like, this time right now, you have the time. Excuse before people are saying, I don't have the time to do this. You got the time, right? So it's it's studying. It's learning about different things. It's it's maybe learning a new language that you wanted to do. It's maybe learning a new skill set, maybe learning how to code. I, I don't know, like, just something with this time that can do something beneficial for your future all right so no man it, it, it's it's really it's, it, you got to really take advantage uh, of this day and, and kind of look at how this economy is being affected because whether you like it or not you know things are going to go up things are going to get harder you know so you got to definitely think about how to you know make more money in this world because i don't know if you guys are realizing you know if you guys get groceries or not but we're entering <laughs> some type of hyperinflation <laughs> Right, things are costing a little bit more as well. Too. Yeah, prices of real estate are costing them more. And some of us, like millennials, are thinking about how am I going to purchase a first home? Right, you got to make more money. You got to develop, get your credit up. You got to understand those are importance of creating wealth. So, yeah, man, um, you know, staying active during these times and using it productively instead of just playing video games or watching Netflix because Netflix is already rich, PlayStation are already rich, these com- corporations are already rich. You got to definitely. You know, do something for yourself that your future self will thank you for. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to say, like, COVID has been like, I can say, as much as it's been like a crazy pandemic, it has been a wake up call for a lot of people. Oh yeah, for everybody to be entrepreneurs, figure out how they're gonna survive, how they're gonna manipulate and move and adapt to this type of situation. You know what I mean? And for the and, future um, too. Of course, like that's why I think this month, you know, we have done this whole fi- financial month. I want to say Nerd Z was the, actually the person. I'm glad she's here. The helm out of it. Said, hey, we should talk about money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Zakia, she's the hey. one that actually brought that up. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. I think she just came back from making some more money. So, <laughs> right? But hey, we, right? we ain't going to talk about that. But um, I could say one big thing that, um, I could say it has been like a big, like, I don't know if it's a trend or whatever you want to call it, but it's stocks. I don't know much about stocks, but since, since the pandemic, 
everybody's saying, yo, I'm in this. I'm, I, I know this type of stock. Everybody's watching stocks. Everybody's making maybe a $40. Maybe your people are losing. But I don't think people really know what a stock is. It's just like, oh, this is, you put money in and you get money out. So um, just simple questions here is what is a stock? <laughs> Um, so before we get into what is a stock, the reason why people are, are, are looking for more opportunities to make money is because, again, the world shut kind of shut down, you know, this pandemic came and, and yeah. by storm and people are realizing, you know, one source of income is too close to zero. So we got to mm-hmm. understand that it's about creating a multiple source of income and not relying on this corporation, because if you die tomorrow, you know, people are going to be sad, don't get me wrong, but they're going to replace you within 24 hours, right? So understand these corporations don't love you. They don't care about you. Some of them probably don't even know you have a family. Know your, They probably know your last name because you're registered through your SIN number, but they don't care about anything that you got going on. So people are waking up and realizing, okay, in this digital space, I got to make my money work for me. For every dollar I have, I got to put it to work. So not only that is this government is printing money, similar to the last time I was talking about, right? They're printing money and what happens when they print this false money that's not really worth nothing? Our dollar value drops and prices raise. So yeah, you know, mm. it, what's it called again? Um, Inflation. Um, minimum rate wage oh. rates are going to go up, but that affects the economy as well too for mm. in, in a lot of bad ways. But, you know, that's a topic for another conversation. But in terms of stocks, now people have extra stimulus checks that they want to put towards something to make it grow. They actually finally have a little bit of extra surplus like we're talking about. Let me see what I can do on all this right. market. All of a sudden, everybody's popping up as experts. Oh, I'm I'm doing this. I'm in this. Yo, you should jump into this. Yo, you should create a wall right. symbol. Robin Hood. And again, like I was going right. back and saying before, it's all about education and educating yourself to make sure you're in the right hands and learning the right things. But when it comes to stocks, stocks is very simple. You're investing into a company. That's it. A stocks is the ownership of a company. Mm-hmm. So... When you purchase a stocks, whether whatever brokerage it is, you own a percentage of that company as it grows. So as it grows, you make money. If it, if it goes bankrupt, unfortunately, but, you lose money for whatever you invested. Like um, Sears. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you when you when you're purchasing the stocks, you're getting share of a company. Right. That's essentially what stocks is. You're getting a share of a company. You know, you're, you're investing into a financial institution that is now publicly traded. Um, mm-hmm. You know that. To keep it kind of short, because that's a very big question of what right. a stock is. So, you know, when you go to the store and you buy something, you're purchasing um, your personal item that they're actually selling. But let's say, you know, you go to Nike and you buy some shoes. You're buying something from the company. Yeah, you're helping them generate revenue. But owning something like Nike stock, now you're owning a share of the company. And I think that's more powerful than actually just becoming a consumer. Just ownership should be key as well. Z, you had a question? Yeah, I do. So I, it's so for Shaq. Now, how would you explain this to a parent who wants to explain this to their child? What a stock Stop is. Mm. Yeah, I have a bad. I have a bad habit of just like throwing out information. But I, let me let me bring it down. <laughs> it's all good. Let me bring it down. All right, perfect. So a stock is a percentage, just it just called ownership of either a corporation or. Um, some type of business um, that's operated in the public world of exchange. 
Mm-hmm. And there's multiple different exchanges around. So there's like the, the New York Stock Exchange. There is the right. TSX Toronto Stock Exchange, right? There's, there's different exchanges across the world. So you're owning a piece of a company, whether it be McDonald's, Walmart, and you buying it at a specific price based on supply and demand. That's it to keep it kind of short, simple. You're owning a piece of a company. So, yeah. Does that, does that, that bring it down? To all the parents out there who are listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. make so sure. Yes, to explain it to their children, right? Yeah. 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 That's why. So, <laughs> it is ownership in a company. That's it. So basically, yeah. you, sh- you show an example with Skittles. You basically say, this is the company. You take, mm-hmm. You're buying a stock that's one Skittle or half a Skittle or a quarter of a Skittle. And then, yeah, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as Skittle rises, your, your money makes money. Skittle is no longer Skittles anymore. Fortunately, your money's gone. You're gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't want to, like, sidetrack from the question we have, but, like, a lot of people, I hear people buying stocks, right? And it's like stocks, stocks. I'm hearing all these different types of stocks, different type of companies. Um, a lot of people are going for these big companies. Then there's penny stocks. Um, one thing I don't really know much about is like dividends. Is there any way, like, I, I don't understand that all the way. Is there any way you can explain that, dividends? So dividends is just another form of making money. Um, through a stock. So basically dividends, companies pay out dividends based on this, the company's performance. So mm. I don't know, name a company for me and I'll kind of break it down for you. Um, Apple. 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 Perfect. <laughs> Apple has a phenomenal year. They, they produce a hundred billion worth of revenue, mm. right? So their expenses now, let's say are 50 billion. So they net about 50 billion for the year. Now they have surplus to actually pay back the owners of the company because remember a ceo that works for a company they don't own the entire company they probably yeah. have some profit sharing through the company but they don't own the company the company who owns the companies are the shareholders the shareholders yeah. so so and this is the reason why too is it, I, i'm not here to bash any jobs because i'm not the type of person but understand when you're working for a company if you don't get only shares for that company you work for you really don't they really you really don't own nothing you're literally just trading yeah. your time for money and you have nothing invested, no skin in the game into that corporation as well, too. But my whole point is when it comes to that dividends, they pay out a specific amount, what they're able to, um, whatever they're able to net, it's certain ratio. And if you if yeah. you do diligence on any stock that produces dividends, you'll see a, a percentage called dividend yield. So based on the amount of stocks that you own, you get a percentage of dividends back. So let's say I own... 100 shares of Apple and Apple mm-hmm. netted $50 billion for the year. And let's say they want to pay out their, 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 uh, their shareholders, uh, 5% dividend yield for the year. So based on that 50 billion, they're going to pay out 5%, um, to their shareholders as a payment and saying, Hey, thanks for owning us, you know, buy more, use this dividends for whatever you want. Most people kind of use it to reinvest back into the dividends to own more right. shares. So it's just another source of income that you can get from actually holding stocks. Personally, right now, my stock portfolio is filled with this, with companies um, that pay dividends because I'm not so active in the stock market. Um, mm-hmm. I'm more active in the crypto market and foreign exchange. Okay. Um, thank you for telling us about the stocks. Now it's starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. It's starting yeah. to make sense. So, so have just to think, make sure. Yeah, just think of it as another source of income for actually holding 
are owning a piece of a company. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's now what, I got to do what. What's important, I guess, is just research on the company. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know when when you talked about GME and all the GameStop and the whole AMC theaters. Too, yeah. The reason why people yeah. lost money is because they didn't do the due diligence. You have mm. to do your due diligence on your companies that you're investing into. Invest the companies that that you like or that you care about, that you're going to follow up with, that you understand who owns the company. Because if you follow, you know, you know, people all the time, you, you may get yourself in a hole and you can't just trust any any person. You just got to do your due diligence, understand what you're getting involved into, understand what company you're investing into, and you're responsible for wherever, wherever you put your dollar. So when it comes to that, understand once you're a public traded company, all the information is online. I can see how much they netted for the year. I can see who owns the company. I can see the visions for the company. I can see the notes in, in their financial statements, uh, whether they're, 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 uh, um, their balance sheet, their, their, um, their income statement, their expenses. I can see everything when it comes to the company. And it's, they usually have it in a document called an annual statement. And that's, no, that's actually a very good company yeah. as well. So yes, you can get information online, but you can actually get it from the source, primary source resources from these companies as well too. So yeah, I, I strongly suggest that's the problem with people is like they, they're always looking for a quick flip. They don't have the long-term mentality and they fail to do their own due diligence when it comes to these companies as well too. And yeah, I, my strongest advice for anybody watching this that wants to get involved in the stock market, invest in things that you care about, invest in things that you're using all the time, it, whether it be Apple. And this is why people go to bigger companies because it's, it's more of a safe bet. Yes, it's more expensive, but they do see the value in it long-term. Mm-hmm. I say you can't. Okay. I don't think you can ever lose a medicine, like because medicine always has to get better at a certain point. There's always technology invested in medicine, so to me that that sounds like a safe stock to always put it money in. Safe mm-hmm. for me is banks, to be honest with you. They're designed or, to win, but banks, yeah, banks, so banks are designed to hold money. Medicines mm-hmm. are pretty good for the most part, but you have to understand sometimes these medicine companies come in and they, they're gone as well too. Let's just say. You know, and, and, and you know, I, I don't want to get too political on these calls as well, too, but is medicine really helping the people? Mm. Or is it a company that just wants to make money? It's just, just yeah. curing you temporarily to, to keep them, you know, rich. And a lot of these medical companies, you know, they're, 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 they're tied to politics, right? So, you know, that's why certain of them win and certain of them lose as well, too, you know, depending how much, you know, a lot of different things. But uh, in terms of safe bets, you know, you want to look at different sectors as well, too. Medical may be one where I've seen, have friends that made a million dollars literally off of medicine products, like getting in low at a couple cents and it shot up to 300 bucks, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, medicine stocks is maybe something that you may want to look into. But again, do your due diligence and get into a company that you see the value in or you're probably using their products or, you know, you know it's not going anywhere long term. Because the stocks is designed to create create wealth for you long term, all right. So, okay. um, but yeah, different sectors. Like for me, I like banks. I love uh, tech. Uh, definitely, tech is huge. Um, services, you know, kind of like Bell Rogers. You know, utilities like Enbridge and um, you know, uh, Electra. All, all these yeah. these companies. They're they're neat. You have to look at when it comes to investing. You have to look at. What's needed and what's wanted? What what do we need for society to work? Right now we're on what Zoom and YouTube. These stocks since the pandemic have gone up. Yeah, I did yep. a week ago and I, yep. I give it to the to the public. I'll do a short plug on here. 
every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that I give up free to the to the world, like to just to plug in and just get financial literacy because I, I realize a lot of people lack financial literacy. You know, mm. a lot of people know nothing about money. And I don't blame anybody because the school system is designed to keep you as an employee, it's designed to, um, you know, limit how much you know, right? And they don't teach you all this stuff that I've learned that I passed on to other people. But um, what was I going with this again? Talking about... Um, <laughs> Um, wow. stocks, money. Um, what was it? Jeez, I'm here. Just I'm just here. Was, being um, um, we're talking about? about stocks. We're talking about um. Oh yeah, different sectors. Different sectors. Different sectors. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, That's what um, sectors that that just makes sense that are value oriented. And I did a money call, but this is why I plugged it in as well too. Last year around this, or actually in April, um, so closely around this time, and I'm like, guys, this is a pandemic. People are unable to go to school. People aren't able to go to work. You see Zoom? Invest into that. I think it was like $100 at the time. Now it's like $300. Oh, Even yep. if you like guys, they tripled their money, right? So it's just you have to pay attention. Wow. to something. A lot of people are living, but are not really woke. They're, they follow the news too much. Like, you got to look at things that have value right now. Just follow the trends. If you follow the trends, you can just make money by following trends, literally, mm-hmm. right? And doing your proper research. So Zoom, YouTube... You know, all these service companies have gone through the roof just by investing into it, right? Just mm. throw the money into it, right? So I always tell people, too, that don't know anything about money. Like, when you get a dollar, understand, you know, it's what you do with that dollar. Don't always look to spend first because rich and wealthy people, they invest first. They spend later, right? They look, they take their dollar, and they make their dollar work for them. And when you look at the word spend, too, the last three letters ends with N. So your money's actually dead when you spend money. But when you invest, okay. you're planting a seed and it's growing for you. Wow, that was, that was some lyrics right there. That was Jeez, I was like, okay. Hey, wow, nice. Men, Wesson, and boy, that's speaking of my bank. Anyway, um, <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, like, I've heard about these cryptocurrencies. From, uh, for I don't know what now. it is. I've heard of Bitcoin. You know what bugs me? I heard about Bitcoin like decades ago, you know. And it's pretty, it's pretty old, like, yeah. What are you guys like? I remember just being like, what are you guys talking about? Like, what? Something that's better than money? And I, I, it never made any sense. And it was cheap then. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to just throw my money there, especially in college. And then now I'm hearing people fight and spend thousands of dollars for a piece of a coin. So, so, so we show this. Have to explain this to me. What we I showed lost. this last week, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on my screen. Hold on, give me a second. What is cryptocurrency? Well, sure. You said you're sharing your screen? Yeah. What are you showing, Delfash? So the last episode, we showed how much the current value of a, a Bitcoin is. Oh, yeah. So, it's like over 16000 yeah? Uh, try again, Z. It's in, no, no. It's, uh, so in Canadian terms, I'm talking it's... talking Canadian or talking U.S.? So, yeah. So Canadian would be 71000 Six hundred and five dollars, and uh, for United States, that'll be around. Now I gotta look at my wallet. Whoa! <laughs> You're looking at fifty uh, fifty-seven thousand one hundred and ninety-six U.S. Jamie, you want the amount of times I hear that exact same line? Yo, I knew about Bitcoin when they was, and, and you gonna uh, hear that? You gonna hear that from your kids as well too? Uh, I, I, I truly don't blame nobody. 
if they miss out on this wave right now, because I feel like everybody should be involved and learn a little bit when it comes to cryptocurrency. And I don't want to mm -hmm. plug too much, but you know, I have a team, I have an association that helps educate people um, and, and give them a platform where they can learn about these type of stuff so they can get involved and participate. But unfortunately, a lot of people, they hear about it, but they, they, their fear allows them to stop of learning about how to invest or how to actually trade their money in the currency. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Bitcoin was there, you know, it was, I think it was 2010 that it was created. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, when it was first, you know, in this world, a lot of people who knew about it were doing illegal transactions. It was like, it was in the, the black market. So it was frowned upon right. to use cryptocurrency because it was something that was revolutionary based on technology that nobody can track, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be peer to peer and it's based on code off of a technology called blockchain, right? Which okay. is, you know, for, for, for my accountants on the call, it's an online ledger that, you know, can track transactions. So if I'm sending money to you, Jamie, right? Um, you know, it's all on the blockchain for the world to see, but they just don't know who owns which wallet. They have each wallet address and it's tracked on this 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 blockchain technology that is open source for everybody to see. So okay. that's what it is in a nutshell. Cryptocurrency is just another form of currency that is completely digital and it's based on either technology of blockchain or some type of use case that's helping our society run and making it more easier and more convenient for the average person. And just a, just a quick uh, note, blockchain is like, is basically the, I guess it's this, uh, the security of cryptocurrency, basically. Yeah, you're on Google right now. Blockchain is, is, is the, it is literally um, the interface of how Bitcoin is able to run. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's just basically a ledger transaction that allows, it, exactly what it sounds, it's a chain of blocks of transactions um, of different cryptocurrencies moving. Uh, but primarily, you know, the main one that everybody knows about is Bitcoin. But there's so much other coins out there. I think there's like over 6,000 altcoins uh, out there in the market. Oh, wow. So, yes. you know, a lot of opportunities for people to learn about, make some money off of. Um, and, you know, it's changing the world. I don't know if you guys know anything about Akon or even, you know, Amsterdam as well. There's cities that are being developed that are run through cryptocurrency. And it's just going to advance as well, too, where it's more of a utility token. So a great segue from what we were talking about before, our dollar value is dropping. You can look at the Canadian versus US dollar. You can look at, you know, them printing money, the stimulus checks and all that type of stuff. And then you look at cryptocurrency and it's just going up. So now this is like a, 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 a hedge against inflation. So this is why they're calling, you know, Bitcoin um, the digital gold, right? You know, it's another mm -hmm. form that a lot of wealthy people are putting their money to to make sure that they're saving their dollar value because our dollar value is actually dropping. And these things are going up and it's holding more value, more stable um, than the actual, you know, fiat cash that we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, okay. Because I don't know, just me telling the truth, just listening about cryptocurrency, it just sounds like new currency coming in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like before we were using encyclopedias, we heard about the internet. Now we're in an age that we have internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? We never thought that, hey, people in the past or people like me would have never thought that, you know, at the time that, you know, we would be going against cryptocurrency. And what is that? You know, I have I have this. You know what I mean? So I guess it's just being informed and understand that, you know, in the end, certain things are going to end. Like Blockbuster never thought that Netflix was going to be such a big thing. 
You know what yeah. I mean? And now Netflix is doing blockbuster documentary, which is kind of low key shady, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's they one of those they things. Bought them. Like, things adapt, things grow, and things develop, right? So when it comes to um, cryptocurrency, I like I guess the different coins is basically like stocks with different sectors, I guess. Yeah, man. Honestly, okay. they're on point for the most part. Uh, different mm-hmm. coins, there's different sectors in it. So, um, you know, there's NFTs and decentralized current, um, tokens. There's there's different utility tokens that are based on storage, based on privacy protection, oh. one based on tech. You know, you know, there's a bunch of different things. But yeah, the coins have different utilities, but they're based off of the technology on different blockchains. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I do see that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is like an, another wave, like the internet, or what did you know change the world, or like how TV took out the radio, you know what I mean, or like how how how, how Spotify and, and Apple Music, the digital space, kind of took out CDs and you know MP3 right. players. So it's just what time everything changes, everything advances. So I do feel like it may not be in our lifetime, or maybe towards our end of our lifetime, but our children's children are going to be talking about. You know, we're looking at price right now, and some may see this is at a very high, expensive price for Bitcoin. But in the future, Bitcoin could be worth possibly a million dollars a coin. So yeah. imagine you get it at seventy thousand, and you know it's now a million dollars. So that's less than what ten percent. So it's understand there's a lot more room for growth. Um, and the understanding with Bitcoin is only twenty-two million that are created. It's designed specifically <laughs> with only twenty-two million. Right. So there's only a specific amount of supply. And you know what happens with, well, I shouldn't say, you know, I shouldn't assume it, but you know how things work is supply and demand. So if right. there's a lot of demand and there's short supply, price are going to go through the roof. Vice versa, if there's low demand and high supply, you know, nobody's not going to want it. All right. So with crypto, Bitcoin is just the main, but there's other things like Ethereum, where I think has, you know, is, is number two. And it's like mm-hmm. the gold to the silver, but Ethereum is undervalued right now. It's still about $2,000. And some people say, that's a lot of money, $2,000. You don't have to have a whole full $2,000. This is the difference between this and stocks. Cryptocurrency, you can have $100 and you can get 0.0001% of a coin. And okay. the biggest way for everybody to get involved is literally just to participate. Find a wallet that you can get involved with. Put 10 bucks in there. Who knows what it can turn into? And then you're going to follow along with it. When you're invested into it, you're going to start to do your own due diligence and see how valuable this thing is, right? So understand it's changing the world. And I truly believe right now we're in the biggest wealth transfer in the world right now. And yeah. uh, it, it happens every four years, right? Every four years. They, they designed it, especially with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency specifically, they have a having event, um, which basically limits the amount of, of uh, accessibility for cryptocurrency. Um, mm-hmm. And it basically shoots the supply or the, 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 the it keeps the demand um, a, a bit higher because there's less supply. And essentially every four years, is, there's always a shift financially that happens. Um, and we're in one of them right now. We're in one of them where people can put their money in, learn about this thing um, and get involved. And you don't have to have, again, a full $2,000. But I truly believe Ethereum is going to be $10,000, right? So it's another mm-hmm. 80% in growth. You know, you can 8X your account on $100, right? So there's so much different other coins. Um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Jamie Brown. There's different sectors for different things. 
uh, for different coins that are designed for a specific amount or for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Man, now I, so I'm just here. When I'm hearing this, I wish I could just go back in time and say, yo, Jamie, 12 years ago, take this money. Listen, we don't Bitcoin. even have to, we don't even have to go back too far back. We can go literally a year and a couple of weeks ago, a year and a couple of weeks ago, I was literally on a call with one of my boys and we're mm-hmm. watching the market just go like this. Just yeah. drop. And Bitcoin hit like $3,500. And he's like, yo, <laughs> sell everything. Sell your Mercedes, sell this, buy Bitcoin, guys. Buy Bitcoin, buy. And people are looking at him like he's crazy. And mm-hmm. never went back to that price, you know, since a year ago. But, you know, yeah. if it, were, it went to zero, it went to zero already. But now we're looking at instead of $3,500 or $5,000 Canadian, let's call it $5,000 Canadian, because I was trying to transfer money to put it into there as well, too. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of these exchanges at the time, you know, they were getting so much fluctuation of, uh, of money getting pumped in that, you know, transactions were slower, so it didn't allow it to go through. But five, if you knew this, what you know now, five years or a year ago, around this time, and you bought one coin, let's say 5K, you'll be up already, you know. Yeah. You, you can do the math, man. Yeah. So it's like, you know, having one coin, you know, who knows in the future, you can buy maybe a Bitcoin with one one, one Bitcoin or imagine, two Bitcoins. You know what I mean? Buying, you uh, buy a car with Bitcoin. Like buying so, these million dollar houses with like, what, 10 Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> so wow. so just, just understand this is this changing the game and who knows how accessible it is going to be in the future as well too. But we're seeing the big companies already. The Teslas, right? You know, the big... Richest person in the world, Elon Musk, he always goes back and forth with Jeff Bezos. But, you know, he bought $1.5 billion worth of cryptocurrency for for, for Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. And you're seeing other corporations that are buying it. So this is the uh, the only point in time where people are able to get into things before the big banks get into it, before right. these big corporations get into it. They're already starting already. You're hearing MasterCard and, and Visa looking to adopt it. Once Apple gets involved into this, yeah. this price is going to go up at... A minimum of 75k us right so you know and, and establishing apple pay through their phones as well too because again this thing is going to change the world whether you believe it or not or whether you watch it happen or not it's gonna happen so okay. that's what i believe personally my opinion um but yeah i like you I- said i like you said it's the new gold and silver because it is bitcoin could be the gold and then whatever second ethereum. Be, yeah ethereum yeah silver yeah yeah Okay. Um, like you said, um, these other companies are starting to get into it little by little with like cryptocurrencies and stuff. There's one one I actually surprised that I see what they're doing digitally is um NBA with the NBA top shot, I think it is. Yes, sir. And people are selling like they're selling like their footage and okay. they have their own little like coin stock going on. I think that's called the NFTs. Artists are doing like this coin or like i don't know what nft is but like i'm hearing artists make millions because they're doing these packages with these coins that like hey you get this coin you get their album you get front row seats when covid ends like all these different packages that come with these type of nfts i, I don't even know if I'm using uh, the right terminology but i got you hold on what, what is an nft let's go so- with that we got my boy looking it up right now. So NFTs stand for non-fungible tokens, right? All it is okay. is an item that's digitally that someone has the ownership of that sells it to a specific person, and, and and there's it's tracked by a specific serial number. So let's just say because you're hearing about artists, right? You're hearing the Tory Lanes 
I did right. like a three, three, three song album that made over six hundred thousand. I don't know how much exactly how much you made. I, I don't quote me on the specific numbers, but made right. a crazy amount of numbers for three songs. You're hearing LeBron James moments of a five second clip go for two hundred and fifty thousand. Right. So all this is is just think of it as um something in the physical, but it, it's something okay. Think of it as a memorabilia that is digital, that you own, nobody else can duplicate. And it's backed by the blockchain technology as well, too. So that's all NFTs is. It's just another form of cryptocurrency or another form uh, in the cryptocurrency uh, sector in the cryptocurrency. Um, and yeah, you're getting things like NBA Top Shop, pick it up. NBA, NBA, pick it up. NBA has been a revolutionary company that, you know, it was the first to go down with COVID. Right. In terms of like stopping it, like it's always ahead of the game and shout out to Adam Silver as well to the commissioner. He knows exactly mm-hmm. what he's doing, but they're always proactive and being very innovative. But, you know, NEA Top Shot essentially is like a five second, you know, think of it like a player card. We know people used to collect cards, an mm-hmm. online player card that people are making money. And literally the nerds are the people who are controlling the world. I'm going to be honest with you. They're the richest people in the world. Right. They literally, I, I guess that's, that's what they, kill, that's what they call yourself nerds, but they're the smartest <laughs> people in this world because they literally, you know, they're collecting these items and they're selling it back on this marketplace. Yeah. So that's all NFTs are, is buying these memorabilia online and flipping it back onto the marketplace. Um, that's kind of the use case for it. Some people want to collect it for long term. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't know if you guys remember Pokemon cards and all that type of stuff. Like oh, they're yeah. having these physical, you know, or not physical, virtual Pokemon that you're able to buy or these Batman action figures, and then you can put it into your virtual environment. So, like, I'll turn my camera on. I don't know if you guys seen some VR technology where you're able to, you know, move your camera and you own these specific digital items that nobody else has or probably a limited supply that they have. And, again, supply and demand is what pushes price. So if you're making only five, let's say, Pikachus, and you have one, I have one, you know, Zakia has one, and my boy here has one, Right. That means there's one out there in the market. That person is probably going to sell it for a hundred thousand because there's there's only so much left. So it's just another form to make money as an investor and a fun way to get involved into the market. I truly believe NFTs is going to allow cryptocurrency to be more accessible for the average person because they're going to want to own things that are digital. Right. It it sounds weird, but you know it's a it's it's a it's I want to call it a fad, but it's a trend that's picking up really really fast. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like that's one thing I've been looking for. It's gone to the point that hey, I tried to register for NBA it top shots. Like, would even allow me. It would, yeah. could, wow. like, there's a waiting list to get stuff. There's a waiting list to sign up. And in my head, the things I think about is like if people are doing digital footage for like a layup package, I'm only can imagine how much it would be for Kawhi's game winning shot against Philly. When that drops, yeah. oh my gosh! I, you know, I was just talking to my boy about that as well too. But unfortunately, mm. it's in the beta phase. Actually, unfortunately, it's it, it, it's in the beta phase. So it hasn't even been right. released to the full public yet. So mm. once it reaches the full public, yes, you'll get involved. You get a credit account. But unfortunately, the price is going to go up. So I was Ooh. fortunate enough to create an account. Um, it's all about <laughs> access to information and the people who you know. They say you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. But anyways, right. we got the access to that. We are able to create an account. Like, I kid you not, I bought a package for $14. Within mm. 24 hours, every single moment that was in the package, I think I got about five to six packages out of the $14 that I spent. It may not sound like a lot, but it went up to like $300. Oh, that's, that's a quick, that was over 700% in less than 24 hours. My boy got a rare pack 
spent two hundred dollars. That two hundred dollars mm-hmm. is three k. Nice. Right. He probably wow. saw one of the moments in his packages for well over twenty k, and he only spent two hundred dollars. So this is why it's important to know when it comes to investing, um, you know, how to get access to this information because it really can turn you into somebody who's not doing much to somebody who can create a lot of income or just have something that's very valuable that can resell it. Like yeah. so, to, to 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 talk about another point real quick on NFTs. There's an artist called Beeple, right? He's a digital artist that makes things online. He sold an item of his collectibles for $69 million for something that was digital. So I want you to understand, like, the way how we're buying things now is now changing. But we need to, as a culture, start to shift our mindset of how we purchase things that are going to make us money in the future, right? So... Mm -hmm. That's all it is. NFTs, you don't want to think of it as a memorabilia or something that you can have digitally. Um, but, you know, it, it's still emerging. It's still very, very new. But you're hearing, for me, I follow the trends. You're hearing the billionaires talk about it. The Gary V's. I don't know if you know Gary V, marketer. Yeah. Crazy marketer. He's always ahead of the trends, right? You know, he talks mm-hmm. about TikTok before it blew up. He talks about Instagram, YouTube, all that type of stuff. You got the, the Mark Cubans, right? Owner of Dallas, a Mavericks, right? Multi-billionaire. Talk about NFTs. So when I hear billionaires talk about this stuff, it's like, why isn't everybody on it, right? But it's lack of information and lack of know how to get involved into these things. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you at least know about it. You're still ahead of the game, I'm be honest. Most of the yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be informed. I've been watching um, a couple of my boys. They were on it from time and they were talking about it. But, you know, when things just go in the group chat, you're just like, I don't pay no mind because I'm, you know, working, whatever. And then finally... I sit down and I start in listening to these things. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a real thing. And then you're hearing podcasts and different things talk about it. I'm like, okay, like, I think now that they're talking about it, maybe I'm too late. You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you're not that's too late, man. I, okay. I think that's the biggest misconception we all have is thinking mm. we're too late for a lot of different things. Right now, people still think I'm too late for Bitcoin. Again, mm. once it's a million dollars in the future, who knows? Your right. kids are gonna be like, "Yo, you didn't buy Bitcoin when it's seventy k. You didn't buy it mm-hmm. under hundred thousand. So it's like things are perspective if you understand the value of it. Because last year, I'm not gonna lie, I only got involved into the cryptocurrency space heavy as of last year. But last mm-hmm. year, my boy was saying, "Yo, Shaq, yo, get Bitcoin. Anything under ten k is a steal." I'm like, "Yo, what are you talking about, bro? This is ten k acquired. This is a lot of money." Mm-hmm. And he told me, "Yo, listen." expensive is subjective if you see the value you're gonna understand where it's gonna go and then when christmas day hit when it was 25k boxing day hit 26k then the following day 27 and 28 i'm like i see exactly what he's talking about now expensive is project is, is subjective um if you don't understand the value of it so right now it's still new nft stuff you know it's still it's popping right now a lot, a lot of people are hearing it but you're looking at the screen right now that yeah. item of a whole bunch of collectible that's sold for sixty nine million dollars. Sixty nine million, yeah. That are going to be selling online for a specific amount of price. So if you're able to get in for a cheaper price, let's say I don't know, hundred bucks may sound like a lot, but you're hundred bucks of this item that has only five items could be worth a hundred thousand. Now your whole situation changes. Now you're gonna look at your job and be like, yo, I literally bought some online and made more than I made in two years. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's just like. It's all about perspective, and this is what we talked about beginning the cause, but how you look at money, because money is just a vehicle, right? So it's just like, you got to find things that you can get involved in that you value. Got to have a vision for what you want. You don't always have to know the how, 
but it won't happen. You know what I mean? So start to think a lot faster. Biggest advice for anybody on this call listening in. Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to, because stocks was a thing I've I've heard about here and there. I've heard about um, Bitcoin in the past, and I heard about NFT. Another thing I've heard about is foreign exchange. I don't know anything about that. I heard of exchange rates when it comes to, like, converting money, but foreign exchange, I don't know anything about it. So explain what Forex is or foreign exchange. I don't know what it means, but yeah, that, that. So Forex shirt for foreign exchange, very simple. It's crazy. You say you don't know, you don't know, but you're, you're seeing a bunch of, of what it is, right? It's You have an exchange rate, right? And you're going to see like 1.28 for a Canadian dollar to US dollar or whatever the case may be. Um, you may see that at a bank or at, at a airport or something like that, or even at a mall where you see one of these exchange stores. But understand that transaction goes further than those three, four digits. It's like it goes, you know, eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's a bunch of different numbers beside it. All it is is an exchange of currency. Like you participated in whether you like it or not, right? If you have ever traveled before and changed your currency for another form of currency, you participate in the foreign exchange market. The only problem is you participate in the wrong side of it, meaning that you exchange your money, you probably lost, but you paid a premium to exchange your money. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, when you sell it back, you're paying a premium as well, too. Right. Okay. So all we do when it comes to the foreign exchange market for people who actually trade in it um, is, you know, we do it digitally off of different applications. One of them is MetaTrader 4. It's a free app for anybody listening to download and practice on a demo account. But one of those apps you can leverage and get involved in the foreign exchange market. It's the biggest market in the world. So a lot of people, you know, glamorize the stock market. It's I consider it old money. It's been around for centuries, the stock market, owning companies, all that type of stuff. But the foreign exchange market. It's currencies. Every country has a currency, right? So it's like, it's the biggest market in the world. It's 6.6 to $7 trillion a day market. So mm-hmm. more money pumps through this market than any other market in the world right now. And there's a big difference between a billion and a trillion because the stock market is only a 200 plus billion dollar a day market. Foreign exchange market is a trillion dollar a day. So, you know, it may not sound much between a T and a B. Well, if I put it in perspective in terms of time, a billion seconds is about 31 years. Right, a trillion mm-hmm. seconds is about thirty-one thousand years. So wow. big difference between thirty-one to thirty-one thousand in terms of time. Right, so there's a big difference between a billion and a trillion. So the foreign exchange market, biggest market in the world, and whether you notice or not, you actually sign a disclosure that the banks actually trade your money in the financial in in the financial market, like the foreign exchange market, and they make millions and millions of dollars off your thousand dollars in your savings account, and they only give you two percent back and tell you to be happy with it. So understand you're participating in this market, whether you know it or not. And again, you said, I don't know, I don't know. But everything you said is exactly what it is. Foreign exchange market, Forex is for short. And that's all it is. It's changing currency for another form of currency. Um, And the reason why you're hearing about it is because people are participating in it um, and making money on it. Because, you know, 10, 20 years, not 10, but 20 years ago, the average person couldn't get involved in the foreign exchange market. Right. They had to have a million dollars or you know, $100,000 worth of liquid cash in their account. And even then, they would have a broker or somebody trade on their behalf to make money in these markets, right? But as, you know, time evolved, things got, they allowed retail traders, anybody to get involved into it, they just have to learn about it. But the problem is, it's very, very liquid. And what's easy to do is also easy not to do. So a lot of people don't do it because they're scared of the risk and the volatility in the market. But what we do as traders, we capitalize off of the movement and the value of these prices in foreign exchange. Hopefully I gave you 
a good definition regarding it, but essentially just yeah. changing, exchanging of currencies. Wherever you travel before, you're changing one currency for another form. That's really it. Okay. It's because it's okay. like when, um, when Brexit is still not went through the thing, but still going through the thing. Uh, I know when the dollar took a bump, a lot of people were buying British pounds. And then when, yeah. it, and when it stabilized, people just sold it back and then they made a lot exactly. of money. Exactly. That is oh, okay. right there. So yeah. some people do that right now, even in Canada, right? All of us on this car from Canada, right? You know, you know, if you know it or not, you can open up an account free at any bank and say, I want a U.S. dollar account. Right. So okay. some people like right now when the U.S. dollar is low, they buy a crap load of U.S. dollars and keep it in their account. And then when U.S. dollar picks it back up, they sell it back. So that's participating. Oh, okay. But that's physically doing it in a bank account instead of actually trading it on the application within the days. So there's different types of traders, different types of people that do it. There's people that do it for positions. They hold it long term. There's people that scalp. They get in and out of the market. And there's people who maybe interdate, maybe a couple of hours a day and they make you know, some people's salary, right? So that's what it is. Okay. So ah, there's like so much options now. I'm looking at the options. Like I'm trying to figure out like if I was to pick one, where would I start? Like for someone that's, that hears like stocks, this Forex, um, things like that. Like it, I guess it just all comes down to the information you know and what you want to learn from it, right? I would yeah. assume. To pick which one you'd want to go to like like i don't know like i'm trying to figure out like which hmm what do you What's choose first yeah what would you choose first um again i'll always go back to what i said initially before invest in mm. things that you care about so right. if it's if it's i, I see i see zakiel with a, a a maple leaves hat if it's maple leaves a company that you're passionate about or adidas the company you're passionate about invest into that if it's the new money cryptocurrency you want to get involved, you know, there's an application that's free. It's called Shakespeare. Um, you know, in Canada, it's great. There's also Cash App in the States or Coinbase. You know, you can get involved and participate in that. It's, it's whatever you personally are, are, are passionate about learning and, and are going to be investing to. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm a diverse investor. I invest in almost everything. Um, anything that can make money, anything I see of value, I get involved to at least learn about it, you know, put a small amount in it, but participate in everything that you're passionate about, anything that you want to learn more about, get involved into that. That's my best advice for the average person. Just get involved. Because if you don't get involved, it's just like analysis paralysis. You're just going to allow things to pass. You're going to hear about it. And then you're going to be like, I wish I should have, could have, would have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's the worst to live life to, with regret of not getting involved, at least right. to get involved into something. So if it's, you know, I see, I see my brother with some headphones, like if it's beach by Dre, buy a share mm -hmm. of that. If yeah. it's, you know, currencies, you're a person who likes to travel like myself. I love to travel. Right. I know COVID couldn't really travel too much. I had to little, do a little bit of a, a, a traveling uh, pause, but you know, we, we, we still were able to get to a couple of um, provinces here in Canada that I went to for the first time. But, you know, if you like traveling, maybe foreign exchange, learning about currencies, if you like technology, if you like the future of, you know, the stuff that we just talked about, NFTs, get involved into cryptocurrency, right? So, yeah, it, it's subjective. There's no cookie-cutter answer. It's really up to the person and their appetite of what they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are the things I would say, like, this is more of a personal question. Um, yeah. I'm just going to wrap it up. Like, what are the yeah. things that keep you going? Like, when it comes to, like, you know, 
you know, the ups and downs of this type of market and things like that? What are the things that like still motivate you? Is it like the team you have? Is it like the books you read? Is it just the mindset yeah. you have to develop? Like, what are the things? Everything you said, brother, uh, the people around me were as strong as the people around uh, around us. Some people don't have positive people around them, unfortunately. So they end up, you know, getting to a certain place of depression and mental, all that type of stuff. So it's about the circle you keep. You're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Um, uh, my bigger vision is, you know, I have a, a, a specific strong why reason, which is, you know, my mom and, and helping fully retire her, you know, buying her a house. Um, you know, just, just something that pushes you every single day. I have big goals, big visions of, you know, owning buildings, you know, with my corporation name on it, um, with my team name on it, helping create wealth. For me, I get pride in helping other people as well, too. And I guess to overall sum it up is because I have a bigger purpose for my life. And I know for me, I'm trying to live forever. I'm trying to create a legacy. And how you create a legacy is impacting the lives of a lot of different people, right? So, you know, they say, you know, the average funeral has maybe, you know, 10 people or 20 people that show up. I want to make sure when I die, like, yo, people remember me forever because I've done so much things for other people and helped them create so much, um, you know, opportunities for them to grow as a person. Forget the money. Grow as a person and become the best version of themselves. Because we only have a specific amount of time in this world. And there's two things that I guarantee. And it's crazy because we're in tax time right now. Is death I, taxes. Right. So it's really what you do with your time and how you are positively creating an impact on this earth. Right. So I always say be phenomenal or be forgotten. I got that from my boy E.T. So sometimes I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm not always in the best mood. I'll listen to, you know, different motivational speakers. And again, like what you said, every, everything that you touched upon is exactly what it is. I'll read a book. I'll learn from somebody who has the results that I want. And, um, you know, I'll change my mindset really, really quickly. I'll, I'll go into my group chats of, you know, over a hundred people who we helped, you know, not only here in Canada, but across the world. And I'll see positive affirmations in the, in the morning. I'll see in my group chat, good morning. I'm so happy and grateful now that I have an opportunity to, you know, make money in the financial markets. I'm so happy and grateful now that, you know, I've impacted, you know, three different lives and helped three other families. So but the people around me really, really helped me out as well too. Um, and yeah, it's like, it, it's all about your surroundings and how bad you want to get to your goals and visions. Um, that kind of keep me going. Uh, but overall, to answer your question, it's about the legacy, what we're able to do with our time. Um, because a lot of people, again, they're living, but they have no vision. They have no idea what they want. They're still figuring things out. Which, again, in this day and age, you have no excuse. There's time. We all have time to figure out specifically what we want to do in this world. So, yeah, to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, because I do have another call as well, too. So, oh, yeah. Hey, I just want to say first things first. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank no you for the information. Thank you for the wisdom and the gems. Um, let us know. Let us know where they can find you. And like, I see the Money Club T-shirt. You know, yeah. what is that? Ooh. I want to know certain things. What's going on? So, yo, so. for sure, for sure. So the Money Club. So uh, you know, it was, I can't take all credit. It wasn't just me. It was me, my brother Sean, my boy Raheem, a few other individuals within the city. You know, created a movement to help people through our platform where we're helping people make money on, online, helping people educate themselves more than anything and help them develop as a person, as individuals. Um, so that's what it is. It's just a group of entrepreneurs, group of like-minded people from different walks of life that are literally want more out of life. They want more. They want to make more money. They want to learn. They have an eagerness to be successful. 
Um, so that's the money club. We teach people how to get involved in support exchange, cryptocurrency, e-commerce, dropshipping, um, binary options as well, too. So that's the money club. To find me, you can find me at Shaq Hall underscore on Instagram, Twitter. Um, those are my main sources of communication right now uh, on social media. You know, TikTok is there, but, you know, we still got some work to do. I got to get more creative on that end. Yeah, um, I don't YouTube, know myself. You guys can find me at, it's hard to find me in YouTube. The algorithms are still getting it up. I just launched it. Uh, but it's Shaq Hall. If you search it up, you're going to see a lot of Shaquille O'Neal and Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> uh, but if you type in Shaq Hall, TMC, which stands for The Money Club, you should be able to find me. Subscribe on the YouTube as well, too. I give a lot of the free gems. If you like this conversation that we just talked about money, I literally do it every single week. Um, so I'm happy to be here, guys. Um, you know, I love what you guys are doing. Continue growing. Um, definitely, you know, up your marketing as well, too, because I feel like your guys' podcast is too much value not to be seen. So let's yeah. continue to grow what you guys got. Um, definitely. And, and continue to push the culture. But I appreciate thank you, you thank guys. You. Thank you, Zakia, for, for setting this up. Hit me up too, Zakia. Let's get you let's get you back plugged there and making some more money. I see you got in the multiple streams. Let's yeah. let's connect. But I appreciate you guys. I had fun on this conversation. Thank you so far. Thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you. Thank no you worries. so much. No worries. Take care. Right. Have a good night. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy. Right. Peace. My peace. Bye. All right, guys. There you have it. There you have it. Yeah. Shaq Hall with the gems. Shaq Hall with the jewels. Money talk. Stocks mm -hmm. and, and NFTs and Forex and all of sitting there. And crypto. I'm sorry, I, I switched up my whole jargon. Like, but I just want to say thank you for Shaq Hall for yeah. joining us. Shout out yeah. the Money Club. Um, big up yourself. Um, yes. I have a lot of information I need to figure out and read on and understand. Like, you see, it sounds like I know a little bit, but I don't know. Or I'm not just, I'm just not confident. So I'll leave it to people like Shaq Hall and real financial people that are making it out there to speak on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be, yeah, let's, mm -hmm. let, yeah. Hey. Now, before you exit, do you want to do a quick Corona weekly? Like a, just a, a very quick, quick one? A quick Corona weekly. I oh, do not yeah, because all the restaurants have now been available to eat at. Yeah. For patio. For patio. A patio yamen. Well, patio yamen. I, I I made a stop at um uh -oh. um a restaurant yesterday. Oh, are you um, I, didn't, I, didn't, oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, no, don't cancel me yet. I went to. I went for takeout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I went for some takeout, and I noticed that like, yeah, like I thought. I I didn't. I wasn't too sure how like they were gonna do that, but they they did like a setup like every other table type thing. And everybody okay. was outside, so they're catching a little breeze. Um, yeah. I thought people were just sitting there casually until I saw the beers on the table. Oh, like, oh so, so you dining, dining. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's good, but I do think... I. Oh, you took a, you took a breath. Like, you're like, the, you're like... The thing about COVID is, like, you know, um, someone that inspires me said, maybe we should have just had a big lockdown. And somehow, maybe if we had a big lockdown that was run by the National Guard and all that stuff, that maybe it would have end. This lockdown yeah. would have end like everybody else's. Like, I think China, everybody's freely. Everybody after three months? 
Yeah, yeah or freely Atlanta's freely, but they were going to be freely regardless. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but we're still here trying to say, yo, there's a green zone, there's a red zone, there's That's a gray saying. zone. Like, like there's about to be a black zone, and on that chart, you're not going to be able to read it. Oh, wow. And there's going to be some racial nonsense to it. Oh, I wow. guarantee you. Nonsense. Yeah. Nonsense. And there's yeah. going to be, why does it have to be a black? Anyway, but. Sorry, I don't know the dining life right now. It's not that deep for me. If I want to go near my food, I could go to my room. I could eat in the car. I don't need to, you know, go to a restaurant and sit in a table. It's still it's spring, but there's still a breeze outside. So you're gonna yam at night. Breeze catch your skin. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. You guys are dining outside right now. Are you guys gonna go dine? Uh, with what money? Hi. Okay. What what money? As okay. much as I'm making these seven in in streams of income, I would like to keep my wealth. Thank you. Wow. So I go do my groceries. Oh, so there you go. Excuse <laughs> me. I I I just want to keep my health. <laughs> I just I want to be alive to, to to spend whatever I income I have to spend. Mm. Um. But yeah, I just yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure about the dining. I feel like they said it's it's funny because it's like it's like yeah, we're gonna dine there, and then it's just like third wave. The third wave. Like it's like it's like it's like it's, like, it's just you, you're hearing them saying, okay, guys, the third wave is coming. Uh, guys, the wave is just you know you see those movies where you see the wave like that tsunami wave coming, and it's like um guys. The way, but, I mean, but of, of course, this is all based on like this is very delayed information anyway. So that time that we were on complete lockdown, all the numbers had gone down, and then all of a sudden now we're opening up again, and then all the numbers are opening up again. Like, I'm just waiting for this. Make week. up your mind. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the week where like one day this week it's like 2,700, and people just do a <laughs> uh, 20, a 20. 2700 but you know um i did have a conversation with a friend they did say that this this whole thing has kind of been so i'm hearing two and you know me and the conspiracies and those conversations oh alert alert (laughs) alleged right so a lot of people have been saying that um this whole fluctuation has been is an is an actual like study on the behavior and psycho psychology of individuals during stressful times right mm. so a lot of the covid symptoms or symptomatic things you know a lot a lot of things are now being ruled out as no longer being like chicken pox or the flu or whatever oh, it's all so being it's like umbrellaed exactly under covid so it's like well let's see how people are going to be um respondent now to their immune system and therefore a lot of the things are now like psychosomatic. So people are more like, what's the word? Or how to define it? Where they're causing their own symptoms or they're in right. manifesting the symptoms. Psychosomatics, yeah. And then oh. the other part was that it's because of the fluctuation on top of it, it's a legal way for the government to have you hand over your, your rights. Mm. Oh, she went there. So no, why does it sound like a whole like I'm not gonna lie, this whole episode seems like some type of stock. Now there's like a COVID stock. 
Like it goes up and down. That's funny. Hey, You're funny. All these different nuts. I'm not saying deaths are okay. It's just catching it, right? Mm-hmm. And then if it's one of those things that the inflow, what is it, the inflation? Inflation. Inflation. Mm-hmm. Just like, so I feel like some, I don't know much about, I could say I had COVID. So I can say that. I, hey, I think I had a mild one too. Symptoms, symptoms are real. I, I, I had them all. I had it. It was real, real. You know what I mean? Early stages. I, I had it before they knew what they were doing when they were pushing it in your nose. And they were just, as much as they were trying to test you, they didn't know what they were doing themselves because they just told that nurse that, hey, just stick it up their nose that day in the drive through, try to kill mans, try to poke brain cells. Their brain. <laughs> <laughs> I can say the symptoms are real. So don't take it like, oh, people are just saying. Like, COVID symptoms is not like horoscopes, okay? And that okay. when you read a horoscope and it's like, you're going to have a pleasant, positive day. I'm like, oh, I am having a pleasant, positive day. I woke up and I had food. No. Like, this shit is real. Wait, pause. What Z just said, you just said it with horoscopes. So you just did it, gave us a second. No, sorry, you get a third example. Because if you read your horoscope, yeah. psychosomatic. So, if you read your horoscope and say, like you just said, I'm having, we're gonna, we're gonna have, blah. we're gonna have a good day today, right? Obviously, you're gonna have a good day today because you said it. But if your horoscope mm-hmm. is something bad and you read it out loud, remember, death, life, and death in the tub. It's a, it's a proverb, Bible verse. Right? Yes, it is. But if you speak it with your mouth, mm-hmm. and your horoscope saying you're gonna have a bad day, you're gonna have this, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. So That's why they say the tongue me, is a weapon. The tongue is a weapon. Me, yeah. mm-hmm. You're telling me. To all the nerd lords, the government is a kill grave. <gasps> Who said that? No one said that. Now, whoa, whoa, we're rolling back. If you guys know your, 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 your if you guys know your kill grave, where that come from? Shout out Jessica Jones. But let's just say, but Jessica Jones but, kill grave. But I am not going to be a part of this conversation because <laughs> if we're talking too much, they just might cancel us, and people might not get the gems. No one so, is going to cancel us. No. Don't worry. Don't, don't you, we just talked about the tongue is a weapon. I, I, so see? if we're going to have a good day and everyone's hey, going to hear this, the truth, we're going to drop I, the gems the tr- everywhere. But the thing is, the truth gems. is, <laughs> the truth is just as much as a, de- a truthful tongue is a deadly weapon too. That's why some That's people true. get killed for the truth, right? So, oh, oh. Hey, hey. is this what we're doing here? You see what we're doing here? All this I, wisdom I, I, gems? I mean, I mean... See what we're doing here? You see how auras just anyway. It's interesting Shaq said that too. Like he, he it's like he said what we needed to hear in a weird yes, way. That we should be a lot bigger because we are going to be a lot much bigger. bigger yeah. Because why we do have gems. We have a lot of people in our corner, a lot of people in our contacts. We have such individual ways of thinking that are so like that need to be magnified. We are blessing. It's kind of weird we- how Shaq's... I'm going to watch the replay. It's kind of weird he said that. Oh, yeah. Well, keeping me- that in mind, we just have to put in the work. We've got to yep. be accountable for it. But, yep. um, yeah. So, to wrap this up, let's mm. just, you know, hey, you, you guys, it's on YouTube. <laughs> you, you go back. <laughs> If the read what you need, listen to what you listen to, listen, study what you need for study. Yeah. Um, and take what you need to take from it. Mm-hmm. I would say to take everything and learn everything and understand everything. Um, 
there was a Denzel quit that said something about if you're formed, you're misinformed, and some I, I don't know how he said it, but I am not going to do it. Just be informed. But um, yeah, um, uh, Nerdzy came in a bit late, so what? Yo, let's just do our little plugs. So you too. Nerdzy, what's up yeah. now? What's going on? What? What's what? What do you? Anything you need to plug tonight? Um, you know the usual. Uh. Hold on, let me let me oh. go get it in order oh, for me to really wait, hold plug on, it. Hold on, hold on, what's going on? Really, here? I didn't see that couch before. When you get that couch, what's going on? Huh? <laughs> when you get the because <laughs> because you guys are are viewing from my studio. Oh, and um, that's the reason why. So let me actually put on the actual stuff. Let me do some real marketing. You know, like actually. Okay. Put my camera together, and you know. It's funny Actually how these tell like... the people. Okay, talk yeah. a thing, yeah. No, talk no, a no. thing. Funny how what? No, it's just it's just funny because it's like you know you ever see like hitmen? Yes. Like these photographers are like oh. hitmen with guns, you know, they're just talking. <laughs> you hear like the metal chamber yeah, the clink, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're putting on like their attachments to go like shoot. But, but that's what you're saying. We're the shooters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. But yes, but um, definitely letting everybody know to head over to zzz.studioto on Instagram and go and check out the website at zzz or triple z studio.ca. Yes, and definitely make a booking. Um, Going to be, so definitely expect that there's going to be a special this Friday. Um, Yeah. And my specialty are birthdays, portraits, fashion, you know, walk in the park, everything, headshots, all that good stuff. And uh, today I actually had a shoot uh, with the infamous Miss Sugar. So some of you guys know Sugar. Okay. I am Sugar okay. on okay. Uh, Instagram. She is okay. a baddie of Toronto. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we got a few shots in today. And I let me see if I could... I can show a little. Oh, a little, a little sample. Don't, don't, hey, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it if she doesn't want it. it she probably doesn't want to stuff just, out. It's just flowers. Don't worry. It's of her upcoming stuff. Uh, which she I don't definitely know if she wants. Like. Hey, I don't want to get, hey. You don't have to show no sneak peek before they say, oh, we leaked the content. I roll it. It's going to be of her face. Uh. <laughs> Because you leaked the content. But hey, right. as you as you as you may know, if you didn't notice, Nurse mm. C just dropped a gem that a discount's coming out Friday. Yes, Only you I can do. know the discounts of Nerdzy's booking on the Vent Podcast. So exactly. you know, if you're listening to the Vent Podcast, she might just put a promo code that right. you can only get here. You just you just right. don't know. It could right. be at the end of the pod. It could be in the middle of the pod. It could right. be. During the pod, we could be talking about the topics like promo code, da, 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 da. and then look at Z triple Z triple Z studio to.com or sorry, dot yes. ca. Yes. Book your first appointment 20% off. Look, look at this. You got right? your... Yo, who knows if you listen to the pod more, you probably get 50% off, but I'm not gonna say that because I'm not paying nothing, right? And just, just to show the beautifulness, you guys can. That's that's the only sneak peek they're getting because they're not gonna yes. see the video. You don't that's see that's that's All the you're NFT. gonna see is color. That's, that's right? the that's, NFT. Throw some money on that. Right there. Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. 
now Delpesh, what do you what do you got going on? What's your what's you doing right now? I the mean, KD Kitchen. KD Kitchen. Hey. That's, I haven't done anything new in a minute because I'm just. I keep saying I'll upload on something. You know what? This is how I'm gonna post. When it's ready, it's ready. That's what I'm gonna say. You guys uh, know yeah. you're following. Well, but you know what? That's what it is, dog. Because when you're cooking food, it's ready when it's ready. You don't rush people when they're cooking their food, eh? That's a. Because you're creepy. You dare you say? Dare you ask your parents when when food done? I, I said when it done. It's done. <laughs> who y'all talked? That's the most disrespectful. <laughs> hurry up! You ever tell a Korean parent? Tell me, she has to hurry up. See if they don't sauce up raw chicken on your plate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway. But, hurry up. <laughs> but <laughs> never tell a Caribbean no one to if they're especially cooking soul food to hurry up. Oh my you better anyway. And for me, um follow me at Jay Hunterville. Um the Blizzard Boy podcast, calls podcast out, follow me on Twitch. I am still playing The Walking Dead. Oh. I am playing Little Nightmares and I <gasps> might play um another game soon. I Listen. might play Detroit Beyond Evil, Beyond Human, that Jesse Williams game. I'm, I might start that next. Mm. But Little Nightmares, I'm playing it. It's pissing me off. It's annoying. That I like it, so but scary. it's hard. It is, but yeah, like I seen a bad guy, and I don't know who thinks of me. Like you know how Attack on Titan has like the most simplest things to be scary. Yeah, yeah. There was a scary man with a man that was walking. And his the scary part, his elbows were, were walking on the ground, like his elbows were dragging oh. off the ground, Bridget. Oh, he's he walking, and his elbows are dragging, so that means his hand is dragging too, dog. Anyway, that's weird. That was like, the most creepiest thing I've ever seen in the game so far. You turn you turn the game off, you saw that, you're just like, No, nah, I'm done, stream's over. <laughs> Tell you the truth, Tell you the truth. I try to be bold and brave when I'm streaming because I don't like I try to not scream on the stream. Because people love that song, but like when I'm like, I won't play Little Nightmares if I'm not in the stream with someone. Let's just say that if there's no one in the stream and I don't see no viewers, I'm not playing that. But if there's viewers in the stream, I feel low key safe. It's like it's like watching a horror movie with the lights on. It's a scream. It's a scream though. Like, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. I just want to say thank you guys for whoever has been here on the stream. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening on the pod. Um, and be safe. Wear your be mask. Safe, yeah. Wear your mask. Follow the rules of the law. Follow the law of the land. <laughs> okay. I don't care what you guys feel about COVID and what we talked about the, the kill grave concept. <laughs> just listen, so we can actually have a blessed summer like i want to yeah. go to wonderland this year and, and i don't want to take the vaccine wait so much long yeah right mm. i don't want to take the vaccine even though that might be have to be the case but come on guys let's just the less we go out i'm speaking this for myself but i don't really go out like i, I haven't been which is great but mm. um yeah less we go out the greater chance that we can have a great summer so like yeah you know, I know everybody's going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because everybody's indoors, but just a little while, just a little while. I hope. I hope. I hope. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, um, you guys be safe. This is the vent, and we out. Peace.